Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back to another episode of Indie Music Diaries with me, Atlas Eyes. It's the podcast where I chat to a fellow independent artist about their music. And very excited to be joined by Australian artist Collins, who is a very exciting artist because he makes all of his music purely from his bedroom and that's becoming increasingly popular in this day and age. But um, the production quality that Collins creates in his music is at a really, really high level. So he dives into his process of how he makes his music. It's a really, really interesting chat that we have. In other news, there's a fresh playlist to support the podcast called Atlas Eyes and Friends. And very simply, it's just a playlist that contains the music from all the super talented guests that feature on the podcast. You can find that on Spotify. The link will also be in the podcast description. But let's jump into the chat with Collins right now on Indie Music Diaries. Joining me right now is a actually a super talented artist um, based in Australia. He goes by the name Collins. How's it going, man? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm, I'm really, really well, really, really well and excited to have you on as one of the first guests in 2021 for Indie Music Diaries. Huge. And let's, let's dive into who you are and, and let people know, uh, people that may maybe have never heard of you before, who is Collins? What sort of music do you make? Uh, what do I make? I don't know. Just music that sounds pretty cool, I guess. Uh, I, think, I think technically it'd be come under like indie pop, pop. I don't know. I mean, it's... I don't know. Every song sounds yeah. kind of different. So indie pop, uh, you, maybe. You know what? I, I, I was listening through your catalog just before just before this chat. And I that's it's very true. Like there's actually a pretty diverse sort of range of styles in, in your music. Yeah. To, to me, there's everything from like Last Dinosaurs, The Strokes to like Rex Orange County. And then even like um, Distant Memory is a bit like Tame Impala vibes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I might be way off, but yeah. No, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I get like, I try to keep like say vocals and stuff. I try to make sure that it's still my sound, but the music itself mm. is all kind of diverse in that sense. Yeah. Does yeah. Yeah. Sense? No, totally. Sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I really dig like the lo-fi sound that you, that sort of approach that you take for the vocals, which is cool. Really cool sound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Let's dive into your history a little bit. Actually, how old, how old are you now? I am 23, I think. 23. Boom. That makes sense great age um tell us about your upbringing in music was was it something you got into from a young age or did that come later on yeah yeah i did i started on the recorder like a lot of people did you know in primary school and then i played saxophone all through primary school nice and then high school probably year eight i think i my sister actually got a guitar for her birthday like one year and then like in year eight i was like mum you've got to get me a guitar now. If she has one, <laughs> I need one. And then she never played hers, but I stuck through it, got lessons and stuff mm. uh, all through school. And yeah. And then I guess I kind of just stuck with it, you know? Yeah. But yeah. So when, was, was there a particular, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Was there a particular moment where it stuck out to you as like being like a passion of yours, like something that you were really good at? Was like, uh, was there a time where you maybe started to write your own music? Did that come pretty early, or was uh, that later on in the writing process? Writing music, no, I started way late. I only started very recently. Yeah, I, I, I kind of jumped like stopped with music for a long time there. I mean, I'd play guitar here and there, do a couple covers on Instagram, but mm. like I wouldn't do anything crazy. And then, yeah, probably a year, maybe a year and a half ago, maybe I don't know. Not very recently, at least. Mm. I was like, hang on, let me do that again that was really fun i enjoyed <laughs> yeah. it so i just started doing it again um but yeah in like when i was younger 
like I switched from electric to acoustic and that's when I I was kind of when I started getting to the later years in high school when I started getting grades and like my teachers were saying oh you're actually pretty good at this I was like oh I'm actually pretty good at this and then I really <laughs> devoted a lot of time to like yeah. I was just doing acoustic like finger style like cool stuff like that but mm. yeah I don't know yeah. yeah, because of course I I did my research before this chat and yeah I went back to your Instagram like the very first posts which was like back in like 2016 which is you know going yeah, way back now I've deleted yeah. a few few more before that yeah. too like I didn't like them yeah, yeah no I mean they were cool stuff but it's like it's really different to what you're doing now oh, it's like yeah. just like yeah. this different sort of like acoustic as you mentioned like just, finger picky yeah. stuff yeah absolutely yeah that's all yeah. I used to do is just the acoustic covers because yeah the first time I ever sung like in front of anyone was at my uh, year 12 formal. My teacher was like, like some, some girl was going to sing. I don't remember who she was going to sing. And then she pulled out or something. And right. my teacher was like, Liam, you're singing. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. And then I had to sing. It was like, no one had ever heard me sing before. And then I was like, you yeah, know, this is kind of cool. Like singing in front of people. Oh so, my God. What, what yeah. did you sing? Um, Adele, uh, Oh, I can't think of the name of the song. I don't know if it was Rolling in the Deep. Someone Like You. It was Someone Like You. Yeah, right. I yeah. did a, a, a duet with a girl from my school, Brittany. Wow, so good. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, wow. Okay, so it was only, and that was year 12. So only like, you know, yeah. five-ish years ago or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Um, from there, so so singing was something that came later on in the, in the, in the journey? Yeah, big time. I was always just nervous about it. I didn't want, I thought it was kind yeah. of embarrassing. Like I didn't want to be... I didn't want to get like on stage and just be suck at seeing, even mm. though I kind of had in the back of my mind, I'm, I'm okay. I can hit my notes, but also like, I'm terrified of people judging it. So I just didn't, yeah. didn't want to even step out and do anything like that. Totally understandable. And it seems pretty common. I think like you see, it's very rare that you hear of, I guess, vocalists who become guitarists. It's always like, you pick up guitar from your, from a yeah. young age and then you sort of pick up singing along the way. Cause you want to like start making your own songs and I guess, you know, be your own one man band. Yeah. Um, and, and it's an interesting thing. I've, I've, I've actually spoken about it a lot, especially with some male guests sort of that, that maybe have like a similar vocal register to me about like sort of fit, learning how to use the voice. And I mean, I'm still learning every day, trying to practice, trying to perfect yeah. it. I mean, I mean, that, I mean, it's not, I don't know if it's something you can perfect. You could just always learn and grow with it. Um, yeah. Is that something that like, how do you feel with that now? Like as I'm, as we mentioned, like you've got this like really cool, like lo-fi production effect yeah. that, you, that you check on the vocals, which is really it, cool. Yeah. I think it comes, that's why I have probably so much, so many effects on my vocals. I have so much reverb, so much delay, all this <laughs> distortion, just because it kind of covers up any imperfections. Like when I'm right. recording my vocals, I stack it. So there's plenty of layers on top and it kind of just kind of smooths everything out, you know, like mm. you just, you can't hear any, oh, you can't <laughs> hear any like, yeah, it just kind of covers everything up. You don't have to worry about it. It just sounds good. You know? Yeah. But I think that's sort of cool that like, you, that, like, you know, in today's day and age, it's almost like that's like its own instrument in a way. Yeah, and I think that's really absolutely. cool. It's like and it, yeah. it, the fact that like that sound that I've now like, just claim like it's that's the sound i love now came from my mm. own like insecurity about my own voice so i used all those effects just to cover it up thinking oh that'll do for now and then i'm just like hang on this is like this is dead on this is exactly how mm. i want to sound right now like it's just what i want so it's, it's so good of, yeah it's worked out well for me 
for sure yeah um so let's let's talk about collins the actual project so you've been releasing like i saw on spotify you've been released you got four tracks out last year in 2020 um was yeah when was there like a moment of time that kick-started this it's a bit funny with solid projects because you can sort of if you're if you're playing by yourself you can like always be writing stuff you're working on stuff was it like a particular moment where you decided to actually do this was it like sometime last year or yeah ago? Was, yeah last year because i had always wanted to record music and actually do it but i didn't have like the money to go buy a laptop or anything like just or like a computer to actually get stuff down so I, um, I, every other year I've gone to America uh, to work at summer camps over there. It's been chill and I was going to go last year and then obviously um, Corona kicked off. So I was like, damn, I've got like three grand right now that was going to go towards plane tickets and all this. So I might as well just go buy a laptop and I just bought mm. all this stuff and just got by with yeah, what I had and just kind of realized, damn, this is kind of sick. Like, let me actually do this, you know, like mm. it just kind of fell into place. Oh, yeah. Corona. Thank you. Uh, that bad. <laughs> no, that is actually really interesting. So what, what were you doing in America again? Uh, I worked at summer camps. So like, you know, right, that's cool. In like the movies and stuff, there'd be kids yeah. go to summer. Yeah. It's just like that. You just chill with kids for, you know, two, three months or whatever. And yeah, mm. just hang out. That's but yeah. And it's sort of that, that, that's cool. How it's worked out for you then how yeah. like this pandemic, which is obviously, I mean, damaged terrible, the music industry yeah. so much, but it has in pushed a, me into, yeah what i love doing so it's yeah. it's given birth to 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 this project that you've made and you yeah. know like i said you released four tracks last year which is which is awesome for your debut year yeah. and um coming like heading into was was there like a vision to like okay i'm just gonna debut year, i'm gonna like smash out all these songs or were you kind of just sort of winging it along the way like what was your what was your approach when starting oh, off that project last year big time big time winging it for sure but like it was just kind of as i was doing it i mean last year i was gonna I was going to re release an EP kind of thing last year. And then I, it just kind of fell apart because I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, if I see like an ad on Instagram for someone advertising music, if it's more than one song, I probably won't click on it. So I was like, mm. as someone growing, I feel like you kind of just need to be on singles just so it kind of catches it. People are like, oh yeah, I'll listen to that. They give it a, they give it a go. And um, yeah, so that's all I kind of was doing. It's just like, I just try to push out a single they don't have to sound similar. They don't have to hit, hit the same vibe, even though they kind of do. It's kind of just like, yeah, put out a single, see how it goes, see if it catches. If people mm. don't like it, fair enough. Like, it's just like, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't mm. know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's cool. It's, it's, something, it's something that I tackle a lot, just eat, <laughs> in my own conversations in my own head about sort of, uh, I guess, the, the war between singles and albums. And, yeah. you know, people in the music industry are saying that albums are starting to go downhill singles are where it's at i think especially if you're starting off as you said singles yeah. are the way to go it's a, it, it totally makes sense you're not really going to click on an ep of someone you've never heard of exactly it's like, all about yeah. like i love tracks. finding new music imagine how someone who doesn't love finding new music is going to feel if they see a <laughs> track list of six songs yeah. or something they're like oh, i'm not going to bother even clicking on one of them whereas if mm. there's a single they're like oh, well maybe yeah i'll give it a like, it sounds bad but that's just the reality of it like no one no one wants to take the time out of their yeah. day to give you the time of day i guess totally totally and and it uh, as you mentioned that all the, the like all four singles have a pretty diverse sound across them like mm. like i mentioned some of the some of the artists that i was drawn to like the strokes and then like tame impala and rex orange county there's a whole sort of different vibe but it, it as you mentioned it like the vocals especially carry through there there's like a constant theme and they all still have that similar vibe you know they're made by you so they've got that touch to it um yeah. 
is is there is there more to your palette like do you, for example like maybe the stuff would you ever like exploit acoustic stuff even more i mean for the time being i mean i'd leave it just to instagram like i wouldn't bring yeah. that all to like spotify like i love mm. doing it but it's just like i've now created the sound that i want that i want to promote this sound i don't want to just go switching it up before more people have even heard it you know like mm. i want to really bury myself in this kind of yeah. uh sound because i mean it's what i love it's not like it's you know like oh i've got to continue this it's like that's the sound that i enjoy doing so i'm gonna mm. keep doing it until i till i don't i guess <laughs> yeah no yeah. It, and it's just and it's a sick sound and where did the name collins come from is that linked to your that's my last name <laughs> there I'm you not, go i'm not very original so i just no perfect I think of it, a, a better name so it's simple it's it's simple and i like it but i also <laughs> i also think it's cool like your instagram handle is mail.jpg right yeah what's what's the what's the story there <laughs> again i'm not very original mail is just my first name backwards liam backwards. oh my gosh it is no one ever gets oh it. my it's gosh like, it is yeah mail <laughs> yeah mail yeah that's so i didn't even figure that out no that one, makes so much then, sense yeah no one everyone always says that when i like they always freak out they're like they think it's some you know crazy it's going to be some crazy meaning to it it's yeah. just like no it's just my name, backwards. my name backwards yeah did you ever consider having your artist name as male jpeg i did i did yeah. think of it uh but i i don't know there's i don't know i just did it. i don't know it sounded kind of corny yeah no, it, but, keep, again keep it to instagram it casual there yeah yeah i mean collins i mean it's nice and simple it's yeah two syllables um it's 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 memorable for sure um what i do want to talk about as well i mean we'll dive into some of those songs in more in depth but i did want to just quickly touch on the artwork of some of these songs um yeah. which 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 is sick specifically the one for that guy in distant memory just the artwork yeah. is sick I love um it. yeah who did you get to work on that again uh just my one of my friends um, from school, Isaac is his name. Uh, Isaac right. Grant, go check him out, anyone. Uh, he's sick. He hit me up one day. He's actually on my grandma's birthday, just a random day. I wasn't even, I don't even think at the time I was thinking about artworks. He was just like, hey, man, I've got a, like, here's a bit of a portfolio. If you ever want some work done, hit me up. And I was like, hell yeah. And then a couple months go by and I was like, I got some songs. Like, what do you, you want to do something? And I pretty much all I did for him, because th this time I was like, I had, uh, got rid of the EP idea, but I still wanted these songs that I was releasing to kind of still be in the same branch. That's why they've got the same kind of silhouette of my face kind mm. of thing in the artwork. Mm. So I was like, I took while I was I was at work and I took a photo of myself and I was like, here, use this. Just do whatever you want with it. Just go crazy. Just use this photo of me as a like a, as a base and just do whatever you want. And he did, and he nailed it. And it's sick. I love him. Yeah, it's really, really cool. And I think it's important as well when you're releasing your own original music, especially if you're, you're a new artist, for the vision of it to come through as well, for the things yeah. around it, the stuff like the cover art, you know, the design, even just like the aesthetic that you're putting across on social media. It's super important because, you know, yeah. that gives the audience, I guess, an impression of, you know, not just sonically what the song is, but having that, having that support around it is such a big thing. So, I mean, yeah, like, like, for example, like when I just look at the cover up for Distant Memory, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense that that's the cover up for that song. Yeah. Like, that's it. it like, yeah, absolutely. the song looks like that, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's that's the visual yeah, representation. So, say for that one, like, I didn't, I didn't give him anything for uh, that guy, but like, yeah, Distant Memory, I was like, it's something to do with like, like, I just pretty much gave him like the name of the song and was just like, yeah, something about mm. 
brain, mind, I don't know, whatever you, I don't know, do whatever you want. Like, that's why I, I love doing that. Like, I don't want to go to an artist and say, do this, 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 and this, and this. Like, I'm just like, yeah, just go crazy on what you know. You're mm-hmm. the artist. Like, I don't know. Like, no one's going to come to me and tell me how to write a song or something. Just mm-hmm. do whatever, you know? And I, I love doing that, especially for local artists. You know, like, I want to help them out as well as, as well as them helping me, obviously. 100%. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it goes two ways. Like, we're just supporting each other, especially that grassroots level. You know, yeah. as you've mentioned, it's just a mate from school. You're helping each other out. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, let's dive into the music. And, and I'd love to sort of explore your, your process for when it comes to production and songwriting and everything. Um, let's just talk generally now. Um, actually, straight off the bat, where do you record your music? Is it, are these tracks all homemade? Do you go to a studio somewhere? Yeah. All the ones that have been released have been um, homemade. And then, you know, just mixing and stuff might go into the studio. I think that guy. That guy in Distant Memory, uh, we kind of mixed and kind of produced a little bit in the studio, but like like the main concepts, everything's just done in my bedroom, like recorded vocals and stuff were all just recorded in my house. Like so good. Nothing crazy, yeah. Yeah. And really what simple. what what program are you using? What door? I use Logic. Logic Pro. I actually mm. fun story about that. For a long time, they probably still do it. Logic Pro did a, a three month trial, 90 day trial, and I got by. Somehow I downloaded that twice. I got by with two 90 day free trials on logic and just, I didn't pay for logic for six months. Like it was great. Now I'm paying for yeah. it. Didn't let me do it again, but yeah, <laughs> six months of free logic. It was the full, full thing. I recommend anyone wow. to get onto that. Yeah. There you go. Sneaky, sneaky, but yeah. Hey, if it works so yeah. good, um, <laughs> let's, let's talk about, maybe let's just go song by song and, and tell us about sort of the process of making it. Let's start off with um, Come Home With Me, which I just I just discovered your YouTube channel and I watched the music video for it, yeah, which, was, yeah. which I thought was great. Yeah, it's pretty so goofy. That um, yeah. <laughs> no, was great. But what was the process with this one? This is the first track you released. Was this always going to be the first track you released? And how did this one come about? Yeah, it was... I mean, that was like the first one, the first time that I had ever really even tried recording properly a song like, like that. And... Um, yeah, it was just one afternoon. I just sat down because before this, I'd kind of been like just on Logic, just been messing around, with like just making beats and like just mm. kind of just doing little things like that. And then one day I was like, uh, I was just listening to like Dayglow, who's like just one of my like yeah, oh, he's, artists dude, he's so good. Yeah, yeah, real good. I was just listening to him. I was like, man, I want to like make something like this. This is like the type of music that I listen to. Why don't I make like something like this? So I just, yeah, sat down one of like and just kind of recorded something in like everything was bad like i didn't have a like i didn't have a uh like an interface or anything so i couldn't record guitar in i couldn't i didn't have anything decent i just recorded everything with my like the guitar and that was just acoustic guitar that i recorded into my uh my mic at the time and just wow went crazy Mm. like i just made do with what i had and it kind of came out pretty good like it was just in an afternoon i just recorded everything the vocals were all pretty simple like i just just did everything in that afternoon and then just worked on it for the next like week and then released it not long after that. That's so cool. I love that DIY approach and, yeah. and, you know, just getting by with what you have. I think, I think that's yeah. a roadblock for a lot of artists when they're starting yeah. off to like, feel like they need all the fancy gear. Hey. Yeah, absolutely. Like there was no, uh, like I haven't, I've only paid for one plugin in my, like in my life. Like mm. you don't need to pay all this money. Like I said, I've got by with six months of free logic. Like you just make do with what you have and you're good like say the bass in come home with me that i had it was just a stock plug-in on logic where like an octave an octave thing so it just drops the octave and it sounds kind of like a bass like i mean 
you know, snobs about it would be like, that doesn't sound like a bass, but it's like, yeah, normal people, it sounds like yeah. a bass. It's fine. It does the That's job. Right. Yeah. That's right. exactly right. 100%. Yeah. Um, and then you released Till Next Year, which was the second track you dropped. Um, yeah. Tell us about this one. Uh, that one, I mean, same thing. I think that one, I was trying to do a bit more, like uh, make it a bit more clean and it does i still think that's like one of my cleanest songs even though mm. it was yeah like the second release and um i love that song it was really good that was the first one that i sent off i sent it to one of my uh one of my mates over in israel uh who i met at uh, my summer camp and stuff um haran nice. the man uh nice. yeah he mixed it and he put it in a little bit of um a uh, couple extra synths and stuff and it sounds perfect i think it's like probably maybe like probably my favorite song to just listen to myself now like i just mm. i just think it just sounds really nice so good yeah, yeah. awesome man that's that, and that's cool like collaborating with the guy yeah from first time yeah it was so stressful good. at the time it was stressful because i was used to just always doing everything myself yeah. so sending it off and then having to wait for him to do his little things and but in the end he nailed it and yeah i love him yeah so good so good then the next one that guy and then are these well actually that guy just in memory as you mentioned sort of have that similar theme are these two yeah. like paired in any way are they just are they purposely put together to have the same artwork or is that just yeah coincidence? yeah yeah they because i was gonna have one other one um i had one other track and then i ended up scrapping it just because it just didn't fit um mm. yeah i had three tracks and they're all kind of the same concepts of song like just different kind of branches in that um you know what they're about and yeah yeah they all kind of they kind of like i wrote them all i wrote three the three songs within like a week and a half of each other kind of thing just to, that's why they kind of have similar sounds similar like vibes well not really vibes but yeah just the effects and stuff they're all very synthy and electronic mm. in yeah you know what they sound like so good what's your process like for for making these tracks are, are you the kind of guy that will like sit down with his guitar and Nah, sort of figure out the song never. guitar or do you dive into logic yeah start yep. building it jump straight in yeah because if it just sounds like if i'm doing it on acoustic or whatever just sitting mm. around it just doesn't sound like a song to me like i can play all these chords i'll forget all the chords and then i'll just have to start again mm. you know like but if i record something and i can just record like a simple you know melody on the keys or something and then or like a chord chord progression or something and then just kind of work build off that get the drums in get the synths in get little like uh synth like melodies and stuff and just get everything kind of laid down and i can start thinking does this sound like a real song does it doesn't it like i've scrapped like a ton of stuff just because like i'm like this doesn't sound right mm. at all so then i would just restart and just go from the ground up again and then once it does start sounding like oh yeah this kind of sounds like it could be a nice hook or something and then i'll start like thinking vocal melodies and start like humming something out and and then like once i have it all hummed out i'll start writing the lyrics in generally this is how i do it and then yeah, yeah. hum it out write the lyrics in, fill in the blanks and mm. yeah, it kind of comes together like that. Yeah. And how long does it take for like one of these tracks to come together for you? Cause it seems to vary for a lot of people. Like on average, like these, these tracks that you have released for some of them, like what's like maybe the quickest, the shortest time you've made one of these songs and what's maybe the longest you spent in a song. Do you mean like start to finish, like from day one of recording to mixed, mixed and ready, or just like until the song's like a song let's let's go till the song's a song uh wait what are you asking the longest or the fastest let let's what's your like average time is does it generally oh, take a couple of weeks it depends it depends if i'm feeling it say uh distant memory took me a minute just because like there's a lot going on and i was chopping and changing and just doing a lot to it 
Mm. Um, but say probably that guy, like consecutive hours, it probably took me five hours max to like write that song and get it like just about done. Like obviously it's over, like I would sit down for an hour and then go and do something else. Yeah. And like, mm. but yeah, total, no more than like five hours to write a song like that for sure. So good. That seems pretty efficient. That seems pretty efficient as well. And, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when and when you construct a song like that, like as you mentioned, you sort of you know you're putting together like the keys and the beats and whatever, and then you'll like come up with that vocal melody. Does it like does that all sort of happen in one magical moment where like mm. like as you're making it, are you starting to get like do you ever face writer's block when it comes oh, to coming up with? I the wish lines it. And... I wish it all fell together, but it never. Yeah. Does. It, it. Yeah. No, it never does. That's why like I have to leave for a while. They're like leave yeah. it a week or leave it for a period of time. Sometimes, sometimes it does. I think. I think that guy, it felt like, I, cause I had the idea of like, you don't know that guy. Like I just kind of had that mm. concept. And once I have that, I can build on it. But if I have, if I'm going in cold Turkey, no ideas, no concept ideas for a song, I'm stuck. Even on like melodies, I'm stuck on it because I'm like, Oh, if this melody, like this melody doesn't sound like it could fit words. And then I just get caught up in it. But if I have my words, I can kind of just put them in and then the melodies can kind of come off that mm. just by the way I, say it or sing it at the time i kind of just yeah. find find where it needs to be but yeah if i've if I'm got nothing like for context on the song it's gonna take me forever i need yeah. an, i need an idea like a base idea for it absolutely yeah when when producing these songs do you ever like i mean you mentioned before how that you have had some songs that you've scrapped do you, do you deal at all with being a perfectionist? I know me personally, I'm a huge perfectionist when it comes to my music. Uh, I always keep overthinking things all the time. What's your, yeah. What do you feel like you have a good gauge in terms of knowing what you're making is good or not? Like you, yeah. Tell yeah us I definitely that. do. I, I mean, in terms of like this song itself, I, for sure, if it doesn't sound right, I'll scrap mm. it. Like, or usually, but usually I would, I would already realize that before vocals have even come close to being added. Right. Like yeah. it'll just be the instrumental. I'm like, this just sounds boring. It doesn't sound like me or whatever it might be. Um, but it helps. Um, say I've been working with um, Tom Joseph uh, on the last um, couple of songs I've been doing, just working on. And like when you're working with someone, it makes it a lot easier because you kind of bounce ideas off and you feel like you are uh, uh, like, they're relying on you to actually come up with something good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Being held so, accountable. Yeah. Yeah. And when you have that accountability of having to do it, you kind of like, it makes you realize faster. Oh no, this doesn't sound good. Or this, you know, this is a hit and we got one coming. That's a hit, but that's coming soon. So good. So good. And yeah. of course, Tom has been on the podcast. He was on the podcast yeah, with legend, like the end of last year, sometime, of course, from one half of, of local band glide. That's so good. Um, actually, that's what I wanted to ask you next coming into 2021. What can we expect from Collins? Is there new music around the corner? Potentially? Yeah. Is there an EP maybe coming this year? Like what's the plan? Uh, I haven't thought too much about an EP. Um, but I'm trying to like, I'm trying to pump out some stuff. Uh, I've got a song out. I don't know when this is coming out, but on the 12th of February, I got a song that's coming out. That's a pretty good one. I wrote that one months ago, actually. Uh, and I just thought, ah, no, I won't do it. Cause it kind of was a bit of a joke of a song. Like mm. the lyrics, like the idea of the song was just a, a joke or at least not me. It wasn't about me or anything. Uh, and then, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, hang on this song, this song here. It's like, it's a banger. 
So mm. I like, I went in the studio and uh, yeah, fleshed it all out and it's perfect. So yeah, that comes yeah. out on February 12. And then like, just, I'll probably just stick to singles for a while. I want to try to maybe get some live shows in if that's possible at all this year, but like just work on it. Just see, take, you know, take it how it comes, you know? Yeah. So good. So good. I'm, I'm keen for it. And this, this, well, this podcast we're recording this before February 12th, of course. Um, but if this podcast is out by then, which it may well be, um, make sure you go give it a stream if you're listening. Um, <laughs> what's, the, oh, yeah. what's the name of the track? Uh, it's called We Don't Care. Boom. Uh, yeah. And I actually, I got a, a, another local artist to do the artwork on that. And it's so sick. It's really nice. Cool. Again, I was just like, yeah, like just go crazy. And then she like drew me and like, it's, it's sick. It's so That's cool. so good so good man so good um and yeah that's one of the last things i want to talk to you about about the live shows yeah in terms of the live aspect for collins is that something you're keen to do and if so what is what does a live show for collins look like um at the moment i'm kind of working on like just getting the gear that i need together because i want to i want it to be like a solo show like i don't want to have to rely on someone playing drums i don't want someone playing bass kind of thing like i just want to be up there myself have all the synths and like a drum pad, everything that I need in front mm-hmm. of me and just just do it. Whether that means I need to like pre-make all this stuff before I hit a button and then just play what I can. Like I'll just, just got to do what I yeah. do, you know? But that's, that's when I envision myself up there, like that's, that's how I want to be. At least like for the time being doing stuff by myself and just mm. jamming out, yeah. That's sick, man. That's sick. No, yeah. for sure. So I mean, hopefully this year. If things- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fall into place. I should have asked. I'm pretty sure you are, but you you're based on the coast, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so good. Yeah. I mean, there's so many talented Central Coast artists. It's, it's a shame that we don't have like more, you yeah, know, more, opportunities yeah. for original music here. But yeah. like you, Glide, um, there's a whole bunch of others. I mean, I've had a bunch of them on the podcast so far, but there's like so many like good bands that are sort of seem to be in this like sort of similar genre, this style, um, of this like indie stuff. But man, we we should be doing gigs together. It'd be awesome. Um well, before we wrap up, give yourself a sneaky little plug. Where can people find you on the socials? Uh, uh, at mail.jpg. We already talked about that. Liam yes. backwards.jpg. <laughs> uh, uh, and then Spotify, Collins. I think I've got a TikTok, uh, mail.jpg as well. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't know. Just look my name up. Probably find it, maybe. I don't know. Dude, get a, get around it, everyone. Man, yeah. it's it's cool music that you're making, and we'll make sure we'll have like links to all your music and the, and the socials in the description wherever you're listening to the podcast as well, so people can can have a shortcut to there. Um, Collins, once again, thank you so much for having Thanks, a chat man. on the Indie Thanks Music Diaries. Me.